0: Good afternoon, good night, good day, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically. And with me this evening, I have the beautiful Marty McEwen. Uh, Marty and I, we have done that conversation, you know, through Messenger, but we finally get to be around each other and I'm excited about that. There's so much that we are going to talk about, especially for those of you who are working on your personal self you're working on building you know um either showing up for yourself having visibility where you are and even in your personal business because a lot of us we have that corporate ideas that we want to have our own company and we want to go further along but oftentimes we don't know how to talk to others we don't know how to have that communication that's going to help us have that um interaction and engagement because we are frightened. We are frightened of responses from others, the outcomes of the conversation. And sometimes it's not only that, but it's everything outside of building ourselves. It could be dealing with technology in the business or dealing with, um, people overall in the business, how we show up is very important. And that's when she comes in she comes in to talk to you about staged fright oh my goodness i cannot wait for this conversation marty so let me quickly introduce you to the audience so they can know who you are you started at you are actually the stage fright expert and it all started with you being a counselor a coach a speaker and of course that trainer who teaches others about how to show up and how to stand for themselves with no fear. Because whenever we hear stage fright, we know there's fear involved, right? So we are going to talk about it, but it's also what she has put out there that you need to know about. She does have a book, The Stage Fright Cure, and she will be talking about that to you just so you could know there are strategies that you could use in your recovery. There are strategies that you could use in your daily practice just so you could be better And you actually can have that um, free spirited attitude whenever you go into something new, especially taking risks is so beautiful, right? So Marty, 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 welcome to the platform. I am excited to have you. What's going on? Tell us about you. Uh, Tell us where everything started,
1: where everything started. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was a therapist and have been for many decades, actually. Well, not even you. <laughs> and and I and I specialized in you know the things that people go to therapy for that for anxiety, depression, uh, post traumatic experiences, um, relationship issues, all the things you know all the things. And in the mid '90s, I ran across a technique that just accelerated people's recovery from especially phobias and also traumatic incidents and fears of all kinds and I was astounded and brought that into my office and was using those techniques and I'll tell you a little bit more about those techniques in a few minutes but I was using those techniques with my clients well about the same time I decided I wanted to learn to sing I had mm. sung many choirs but I had never sung in front of someone I had never stood up in front of one or many people and actually had the audacity to sing something (laughs) and I went to my first voice lesson the teacher had me go la 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 and then she said sing me Mary had a little lamb And I completely froze I mean I just went deer in the headlights I was just I couldn't make a sound I my eyes were as big as saucers and I was my heart was pounding and I was my hands were sweating and my feet were you know all those symptoms nice. that people but it came on me so surprisingly I mean it was I didn't know that I had any kind of stage fright until that moment and of course she was you know totally taken aback she didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do and I realized what stage fright can be for people it can stop mm-hmm. you I mean it really can be so uh, severe I mean it can be very mild too and it doesn't get in your way much but it can be so severe that it can block you from doing the things you really want to do in your life mm-hmm. and my stage fright about singing in front of people was just that I, it, I told myself a few months into my lessons that if I couldn't get over that stage fright I wasn't going to sing anymore because mm. I was, you know I was doing it for fun so that wasn't fun so I decided I'd either figure out how to get over it or quit. Well, I didn't want to quit, so I took the psychology techniques that I was using with my clients, and I thought, maybe I could apply those to my own fear of singing, right? Mm -hmm. So I did, and by golly, by very leaps and bounds, it wasn't immediate, but leaps and bounds, not only did I get over my stage fright, but I started to understand what stage fright was made of and why people have it um, and where it comes from, as well as what to do about it, of course, which is the most important thing. And so now, since then, since I got over my own fear of singing happily, uh, I've worked with musicians, singers, speakers, and, and my definition of stage fright is very broad. My definition of stage fright is the fear of doing anything for mm-hmm. someone else's consideration or, or enjoyment it so yeah. could be blog post you know if you're afraid to put your ideas out in a blog post you're afraid to make a video for facebook or you're afraid of interviews or auditions or whatever it might be it can be in any area um that's my broad definition of stage fright and my main message is that people can get over it that's what's really important
0: mm. Thank you so much. I really, well, I appreciate that you shared that with us here this evening, because we know there are many uh, in this, not just the audience, but overall in this world, (laughs) you know, that are going through many different forms of anxiety that cause them to, you know, develop that stage fright wherever they are. It's like the sweaty hands, they are not sure what to do. They don't know if they should go forward or backward. And sometimes it's, they, they just stand and froze and not able to do anything at all, right? And we know sometimes it affects the mental, the psyche of the person to a point that some, they may go into depression even, you know, because they think about it over and over. And hearing you talk about the when you recognize that it it exists, now you had to do something about it. You had to go back into analyze, you know, analyzing what can you do? How are you going to get rid of that? Because. If not, then you you run away from your own self. (laughs) And being, you know, you have to try the same to sing. You have to try to skydiving. You have to try to do things you never thought of doing before, but that's when the fear comes in. So I really love that you, you were able to see it for yourself and now you are helping others. So how did it all start for you to decide that, okay, now that I conquer it for myself, Let's go in and let's help somebody else.
1: Well, I already had my therapy practice going. Mm-hmm. I already had. My, so I just started working. With, I, I put the word down. I said, you know, for people who are feeling either miserable with stage fright, or even, as I mentioned earlier, stopped in their tracks from doing something they really wanted to do. And I started to work in my, in my therapy practice, started working with musicians, uh, singers, writers, executives you know one thing I want you to know there are so many I won't I won't mention names, so many uh, high level people, very talented, very high level people, highly skilled um, accomplished people who suffer in silence because they don't they don't want anybody to know that they have this fear. They feel like it's a weakness or that it's a flaw in their personality or or something. And it isn't, it isn't at all. Um, and, and also nobody really talks about getting over it. They talk mm-hmm. about how to manage it, right? What are some strategies so that you're not quite as afraid or you can do it anyway or, or whatever. But very few people talk about actually dismantling, the fight flight or freeze response that's going on in your body that's causing those symptoms and there's a way to do that so that you don't have stage fright anymore Mm -hmm. there's nothing to manage because you're not having the same fear response Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. just kind of a word about how i got out of mine when i started using these energy psychology techniques and that's the that's the broad label for some of these techniques that i use uh, um when i started to use those i thought what in the heck is prompting this what's coming up inside of me that's making me so afraid and the first thing that came up in my mind was an uh, an embarrassing incident that happened to me when i was in fourth grade and i without telling all the details i was in a brand new dress and brand new shoes and i was gonna show off for my fourth grade boyfriend you know and i ran into the classroom and slipped on the floor right in front of him and right in front of the whole class the whole class laughed oh my gosh. You know, joke and i was so mortified so embarrassed and um and that that was I don't know if you have this experience but I know lots of people do there are some incidences they're not particularly huge traumas Mm -hmm. in somebody's life but they stick with you Mm -hmm. you know they kind of stick with you that was one for me so I used these uh, energy psychology techniques on myself Mm -hmm. to to uh, dismantle the emotional charge if you will on that old incident that old Mm -hmm. embarrassing incident until I could remember it, but it didn't feel like anything anymore, it didn't feel important anymore. It's like, oh yeah, well that happened, you know, that, that big deal. And I didn't know if that was going to transfer to my singing experience, but the next mm-hmm. time I got up to sing in front of a group of people, I had about half of the amount of anxiety that I'd had before and that that, I know it was really like whoa what that was something so I started to think of more things that had happened to me or people who'd said things to me or um, you know incidents that would feed back to me that I shouldn't be singing I didn't sound Mm -hmm. good or who was I to think that I could do that or you know whatever it might be and I started using these same energy clearing techniques to dismantle the importance of those incidents one after the other. And every time I did that, I got more and more comfortable with singing in front of people. And it wasn't like I was trying to make it happen. It mm-hmm. was just that the next time I sang, I was a little, I was less nervous. And the next time I sang, I was less nervous. And of course, if you're tense, you don't sing very well. So my singing got better which also increased my confidence in my singing and and it all kind of turned around and and i got to the place where it didn't bother me at all just get up in front of and sing in front of people
0: something you know a key point that you, of word that you have used is the fact that you said there are many who are suffering in silence because they are going through, through this experience where they are in fear of whatever, whatever it is in their lives that they are in fear of and if they don't go back to the past experiences that they have had whether in their childhood or you know as they start to grow in their adolescence, they may not really understand where that fear is coming from and when you shared your experience as a child. It brought to me that memory of myself when I had to go to school and I forgot that I had a a, a bonnet in my head and I ended up all dressed up ready to go to school and halfway on the streets. And that's when I saw myself in the mirror, the reflection of myself. And I was so embarrassed, mind you, I was only on the street. People in the street don't know me. And I was not yet in school, but because I know I was on my way to school and it happened that I saw the reflection of myself through the mirror, then it just stayed with me for days. And I was still feeling that ashamed for months and months over because to me, how can I walk on that street again? How can I go back in that same Place where I saw myself in that reflection of the mirror, so I could really, I I relate in a way when you were sharing that story, and many people are going through that right now, where something in their past, something in their childhood, um, lifestyle, they happened, you know, where they did something or they fell or they probably were around friends and they said something they were not supposed to say and everybody laughed and that impacted them on a negative way to a point that mm-hmm. now as an adult, they don't know how to deal with anything that is happening in the moment that they are in. Mm-hmm. So I am really, I'm loving this conversation because as we go deeper into it, we are also under, we are understanding how, when we decide to manage, and I love that you say, it's because we just decide that, okay, all right, it's the fear of it. And then we go on, but we don't go back and break things through because when we break Mm -hmm. things through, then we get to see each part of where the problem comes from. And that's how you were able to dismantle everything because you get to see, you know, it's like putting pieces of, you know, puzzles together for you to go, oh, there is the problem. It started at four, it started at six, it started at 12, you know, and then put all of that together. So whew, I'm loving so much, <laughs> yes. so yes. much.
1: Yes. So, so what we're really afraid of it, I mean, there are exceptions that I, I, I will admit, but for the most part, what we're really afraid of is feeling the same thing we felt before in similar situations and and your case in point is so good because you felt shame you said right how can i go out on the street again you know i i and and so what you're afraid of is not so much the actual performing if you will or the public speaking or whatever but like for instance in your case what you're afraid of is feeling that shame again because shame is such an excruciatingly uh, uncomfortable feeling for all of us, for mm-hmm. all of us, and we don't want to make fools of ourselves. We don't want to, you know, make mistakes. We don't want our our friends and our peers and our and our uh, authority figures thinking badly of us. And we're so we're we're afraid that those feelings are going to come up again. Mm-hmm. So, but using I mentioned earlier energy psychology. The the premise of energy psychology, and some of your listeners may be very familiar with this is that when we're in a certain emotional state, like fear or anxiety mm-hmm. or stage fright, if you will, not only are having thoughts about it and feelings about it and physical sensations about it, but our subtle energy, and by that I mean our acupuncture system and our mm-hmm. chakras and our, and our biofield, the subtle parts of our energy, the, the polarity that the... the um, the electromagnetic properties of our body that are the basis of all of the activities in our body there is also some sort of disruption in the energy system when we're feeling off we're feeling angry, we're feeling sad, we're feeling scared, we're feeling whatever we're feeling that's negative, usually is mm-hmm. labeled as negative there's some disruption in our energy too So instead of just trying to think differently about it or try to convince yourself of something, you know, or whatever strategies you might think of, this is about shifting the energy that's holding that fear in place by doing very specific energy exercises, mind, body, energy exercises that actually dissolve and dismantle the energetic part of that fear Mm -hmm. and what spontaneously happens is that people aren't afraid anymore it's just astounding i mean it really is Mm -hmm. so the stage fright cure as i formulated is first you have to recognize just like we were talking about a moment ago first you have to recognize where it comes from and you have to and you have to realize that it's a it's a it's a triggered body energy response that you're experiencing is nothing wrong with your personality there's nothing wrong with your character you're not weak you're not you know a scaredy cat there's something that's being triggered that's causing all of this experience of stage fright and there are ways to dismantle that so even in the face of the same trigger our systems don't respond the same way so then we're not we you know the same thing we still are standing up in front of the audience you know we're still doing what we're doing but there's no emotional um, uh, reactivity going on. So you can feel more peaceful, you can think more clearly, you can you can express yourself more clearly, right? Mm-hmm. And really focus on what it is you came to do in that particular situation, whether it's an interview or an audition or a performance or a speech, whatever it might be, you have more bandwidth in your in your mind to concentrate on the thing itself the thing you came to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I What I love is the fact that, you know, as we are getting to know, um, to better understand where we are, right? We, we breaking things, we recognizing the system to where we were, you know, in the thoughts of something in the past happened. And then now that we see where the problem comes in, we could go in and say, okay, here are the steps that I wanna take and start making. So I'm, what I love is that when we are able to stay, tar, start taking steps, that's when we also start facing our fears, right? And we start building a whole, it's like a whole new, new, we're shifting our mindset pretty much, if I'm understanding the energy behind the psychology of it.
1: Yes, yes. But the thing is, what often in mindset work, or in a mental work um it's a matter of choosing to think differently about something right Mm -hmm. this is a little bit different it's about not experiencing the same trigger in the first place okay so i don't have to figure out how to deal with my fear or how to think about the audience or how to think about you know uh whatever in order to make myself more comfortable because I'm not afraid in the first place, mm-hmm. I just spontaneously don't have the same physiological reaction I used to have, mm-hmm. so there really isn't any need for me to, um, I mean, I you might, people have lots of realizations, that's for sure, but it isn't about consciously forcing yourself to think differently about it, you know, that's a little bit different than, than mindset work, it's really more of a spontaneous shift that happens in your whole system, mm-hmm. so that, the audience doesn't look so scary anymore making a mistake is like oh well you know and, it, and it's just a, a different you find yourself in a different position altogether regarding whatever it is that you're doing um, and there isn't any more need to wrestle with it or or talk yourself into or out of anything or do affirmations or anything because you're you're all you're not feeling the same distress that you're feeling
0: and I think um, as as I'm hearing you, I think what's, what it entails, it entails the fact that we are trying to figure out how to more than just doing things. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then there's a, okay, how am I going to do that? I need to separate from this problem so I can be better. And oftentimes, I don't know for others, but I know for those in the audience, ladies and gents, I don't know how if it is the same for you, but I know there are there were times when, you know before I got into working in the confidence um, for me to be able to teach others and all that, there were many instances where I would just feel uncomfortable, you know, standing up and show myself and embracing what I do because I've always had that, oh my God, but if I do it and others don't value it or others don't see what I'm um, bringing to the table or people around me and then start pulling myself away. And then, you know, it's like you freeze, right? There's that moment of you just stand there and you're not trying to understand. But when we stop trying to understand and we just go along with whatever it is, that's when we open up to that, you know, letting go of the stage fright.
1: Yes, exactly right. Because if we're busy wrestling in our minds about figuring it out, figuring it out, yeah, there's a little figuring it out, but really the shift is in opening up your energy and strengthening your energy so that you can come at it and hold from a whole different angle. You know, you're a confidence coach, which I love, and uh, my definition of confidence is unimpeded energy, like what you were just talking about just a minute ago. Um, when you're approaching doing something and then you start to doubt yourself or pull back or or what will they think or who am I to do this or I'm gonna make a fool of myself, all of those things that have all those those physical symptoms that go with it, that's impeded energy. Mm -hmm. And when Mm -hmm. your energy is unimpeded by all of that interference that you just described, Then you just go ahead and do what it is you that's in front of you to do, right? Here's an example, a really simple way of describing it. If you wanted to walk across a room, and your energy was totally unimpeded about walking across the room, which is across the room, and that's what Mm -hmm. we do most of the time, we just walk across the room. But imagine the lights are out, and you don't know what's in front of you, so you're tentative and you don't know if you're you know or somebody told you that uh, something was scary behind the door across the room and then you're not so sure you want to walk walk across the room or any any number of things or you're walking across the room and somebody says boy you sure look funny walking like that right (laughs) any number of things can uh can produce an impedance in your energy so you're like just what you described you you contract or you or you're tentative or you're mm-hmm. afraid or any of those things that's impeded energy and mm-hmm. so what what i would do is work with people's energy to get their energy unimpeded so all of those potential uh, obstacles to walking across the room they, aren't there and they mm-hmm. so they walk across the room and the same is true with uh, with performing or speaking or anything else that we might want to offer to somebody else Yes, yes, yes.
0: So ladies and gents, you are listening and you. I'm hoping that you are taking notes. We, You know how we do it here. We come in and we learn and we take notes. We th- Those are values. Those are tips that we can bring into our everyday uh, practice. And then you know how I talk about mm-hmm. the practice every day, right? It's what we do that we never used to do and facing that part of yourselves where you know there's something that's keeping you from moving forward because each time you try to show up for yourself, you find that you get stuck, you find that you are stiff, you find that, you know, you weren't able to move around, then I think that's the time for you to reach out to Marty and say, Hey girl, (laughs) I heard you in unleashed unapologetically. And yes, it did relate to me because that's who I am. And I'm hoping that you are saying to yourself, I can do it without that fear that is there because it is a fear that is there and each time we come across that fear and we say you know what I know you are there but I'm still gonna do it anyway I know you are there but I'm gonna sing that tune I know you are there but I'm gonna have this conversation and once you start doing it guess what you are releasing you know that thing that you are keeping inside of you in your head especially that was telling you, oh my goodness, Nadege, I don't think you can do it, you know? So go ahead and start letting go of what's holding you because there's that thing that's holding you and it may be from your past. So Marty, let's talk about the book that you have out there. So tell us more about the book. Tell us how this book can serve everybody from the experiences that you've shared. Are these experiences also in the book? Is it a workbook where people can read a part and then do some exercise? How can this book help others who probably have not heard the podcast, but ended up finding your book somewhere?
1: Mm -hmm. So my book, primarily the place to find it is on my website, which is stage fright.com very simple very easy to remember the book is written like a workbook a little bit more filled out than just you know lines on a page to fill out but i do have people start to identify what they're experiencing and under what circumstances in other words some people are not afraid of singing or not afraid of music but boy they don't want to get them talk in front of somebody right somebody else is afraid of small groups of people somebody else is afraid of large groups of people some people are uh, you know it's just very very individual so I have people identify specifically what circumstances does your stage fright show up in Mm -hmm. which starts to get us thinking in terms of what's triggering it you know what are the elements of the circumstances that are triggering those feelings and then start to on zero in on a personal history, like what might've happened or what might you have learned in your family or in your culture, you know, or or any number of things that, that would have impeded your energy about doing whatever it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Then we also talk about what's really going on in your body. So it isn't just something mysterious that just came out of the blue. It's something that's very, um, Uh, definable and describable which helps you feel more objective about it rather than just you're overcome with these feelings that you don't know what to do with and then also in the book there are lots of strategies for creating safety for yourself in all kinds of situations some of some are mental things mindset sorts of things some are physical things some are um are strategic things like you know arranging the room the way you want it make sure you have your script with whatever all kinds of suggestions like that that create safety in the present moment but the real meat of it is the rapid relief process that i describe in the book and also um offer videos of the rapid relief process for anybody who purchased this the book there are videos that go along with it that will show them what these exercises are that I'm talking about that will, in fact, dismantle the fight, flight, or freeze response. Mm-hmm. And then, so ultimately, as I mentioned earlier, it's not—it's a matter of just not having stage fright anymore. It's not about managing it; it's about not having it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and it I, is
0: possible. It is possible, right? Well, yeah. I'm sorry about oh,
1: that. Oh yes, it is very possible. I've worked with executives that wouldn't take a promotion because it involved public speaking. You know, I've worked with performers, musical performers or actors or actresses who uh, were flubbing auditions Mm -hmm. because they were so nervous and their nerves were showing. Or, you know, any, any number of scenarios that I could talk about where people get from the point of either extreme discomfort or not doing something because of their stage right to the point where they're going ahead and doing it and much more comfortably.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, wonderful. touch something, you know, a key point that you, of word that you have used is the fact that you said there are many who are suffering in silence because they are going through through this experience where they are in fear of whatever whatever it is in their lives that they are in fear of and if they don't go back to the past experiences that they have had whether in their childhood or you know as they start to grow in the adolescent they may not really understand where that fear is coming from and when you shared your experience as a child it brought to me that memory of myself when I had to go to school, and I forgot that I had a, a a bonnet in my head, and I ended up all dressed up, ready to go to school. And halfway on the streets, then that's when I saw myself in the mirror, the reflection of myself. And I was so embarrassed, mind you. I was only on the street. People in the street don't know me, and I was not yet in school. But because I know I was on my way to school, and it happened that I saw my the reflection of myself through the mirror, then it just stay with me for days and I was still feeling that ashamed shame for months and months over mm-hmm. because to me how can I walk on that street again how can I go back in that same place where I saw myself on that reflection of the mirror so I could really I, I relate in a way when you were sharing that story and many people are going through that right now where something in their past something in their childhood um life they it happened you know where they did something or they fell or they probably were around friends and they said something they were not supposed to say and everybody laughed and that impacted them on a negative way to a point that Mm -hmm. now as an adult they don't know how to deal with anything that is happening in the moment that they are in mm-hmm. so i am really i'm loving this conversation because as we go deeper into it we are also under we are understanding how when we decide to manage and i love that you say it's because we just decide that okay all right it's the fear of it and then we go on but we don't go back and break things through Cause when we break mm-hmm. things through, then we get to see each part of where the problem comes from. And that's how you were able to dismantle everything because you get to see, you know, it's like putting pieces of, you know, puzzles together for you to go, oh, there is the problem. It started at four, it started at six, it started at 12, you know, and then put all of that together. So whew, I'm loving so much,
1: yes, <laughs> so yes. much. Yes. So, so what we're really afraid of, is, but, I mean, there are exceptions, I, I I will admit, but for the most part, what we're really afraid of is feeling the same thing we felt before mm-hmm. in similar situations. And, and your case in point is so good because you felt shame, you said, right? How can yes. I go out on the street again? You know, I, I, and, and so what you're afraid of is not so much the actual performing if you will or the public speaking or whatever but like for instance in your case what you're afraid of is feeling that shame again because shame is such an excruciatingly uh, uncomfortable feeling for all of us for Mm -hmm. all of us and we don't want to make fools of ourselves we don't want to you know make mistakes we don't want our our friends and our peers and our and our uh authority figures thinking badly of us and we're so we're we're afraid that those feelings are going to come up again. Mm-hmm. So but using I mentioned earlier energy psychology, the the premise of energy psychology and some of your listeners may be very familiar with this is that when we're in a certain emotional state like fear or anxiety mm-hmm. or stage fright if you will, not only are having thoughts about it and feelings about it and physical sensations about it, but our subtle energy and by that I mean our acupuncture system and our yeah. chakras and our, and our biofield, the subtle parts of our energy, the, the polarity, the, the, um, the electromagnetic properties of our body that are the basis of all of the activities in our body. There is also some sort of disruption in the energy system when we're feeling off we're feeling angry we're feeling sad we're feeling scared we're feeling whatever we're feeling that's negative usually Mm is labeled as negative there's some disruption in our energy too so instead of just trying to think differently about it or try to convince yourself of something you know or whatever strategies you might think of this is about shifting the energy that's holding that fear in place by doing very specific energy exercises, mind, body energy exercises that actually dissolve and dismantle the energetic part of that fear. Mm-hmm. And what spontaneously happens is that people aren't afraid anymore. It's just astounding. I mean, it really is. So the stage fright cure as I've formulated is, First you have to recognize, just like we were talking about a moment ago, first you have to recognize where it comes from. Right. And you have to and you have to realize that it's a it's a it's a triggered body energy response that you're experiencing. Is nothing wrong with your personality, there's nothing wrong with your character, you're not weak, you're not, you know, a scaredy cat. There's something that's being triggered that's causing all of this experience of stage fright. And there are ways to dismantle that. So even in the face of the same trigger, our systems don't respond the same way. So then we're not, we you know, the same thing, we still are standing up in front of the audience, you know, we're still doing what we're doing, but there's no emotional um, uh, reactivity going on. So you can feel more peaceful, you can think more clearly, You can you can express yourself more clearly, right? and really focus on what it is you came to do in that particular situation whether it's an interview or an audition or a performance or a speech whatever it might be you have more bandwidth in your in your mind to concentrate on the thing itself the thing you came to do you know what i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. i i what i love is the fact that you know as we are getting to know um to better understand where we are, right? We, we breaking things, we recognizing the system to where we were, you know, in the thoughts of something in the past happened. And then now that we see where the problem comes in, we could go in and say, OK, here are the steps that I want to take and start making. So I'm. what I love is that when we are able to stay, tar- start taking steps, that's when we also start facing our fears right and we start building a whole it's like a whole new we're shifting our mindset pretty much if i'm understanding the energy behind the psychology of it
1: yes yes but the thing is what often in mindset work or in a mental work um it's a matter of choosing to think differently about something right Mm -hmm. this is a little bit different it's about not experiencing the same trigger in the first place okay so I don't have to figure out how to deal with my fear or how to think about the audience or how to think about you know uh, whatever in order to make myself more comfortable because I'm not afraid in the first place Mm
0: -hmm. I just spontaneously
1: don't have the same physiological reaction I used to have Mm-hmm. So there really isn't any need for me to, um, I mean, I, you might, people have lots of realizations, that's for sure, but it isn't about consciously forcing yourself to think differently about it, you know, that's a little bit different than, than mindset work. It's really more of a spontaneous shift that happens in your whole system mm-hmm. so that the audience doesn't look so scary anymore. Making a mistake is like, oh, well, you know. And, it, and it's just a, a different, you find yourself in a different position altogether regarding whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and there isn't any more need to wrestle with it or, or talk yourself into or out of anything or do affirmations or anything because you're, you're all, you're not feeling the same distress that you were feeling anymore.
0: And I think um, as, as I'm hearing you, I think What it entails, it entails the fact that we are trying to figure out how to more than just doing things. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then there's a, okay, how am I going to do that? I need to separate from this problem so I can be better. And oftentimes, I don't know for others, but I know for those in the audience, ladies and gents, I don't know how if it is the same for you, but I know there are there were times when, you know, before I got into working in the confidence um, for me to be able to teach others and all that, there were many instances where I would just feel uncomfortable, you know, standing up and show myself and embracing what I do because I've always had that, oh my God, but if I do it and others don't value it or others don't see what I'm um, bringing to the table or people around me and then start pulling myself away and then you know it's like you freeze right there's that moment of you just stand there and you're not trying to understand but when we stop trying to understand and we just go along with whatever it is that's when we open up to that you know letting go of the stage fright
1: yes exactly right because if we're busy wrestling in our minds about figuring it out figuring it out yeah there's a little figuring it out but really the shift is in opening up your energy and strengthening your energy so that you can come at it and hold from a whole different angle you know you're a confidence coach which i love and uh my definition of confidence is unimpeded energy like what you were just talking about just a minute ago Um, when you're approaching doing something and then you start to doubt yourself or pull back or or what will they think or who am i to do this or i'm going to make a fool of myself all of those things that have all those those physical symptoms that go with it that's impeded energy Mm -hmm. and when Mm -hmm. your energy is unimpeded by all of that interference that you just described then you just go ahead and do what it is you that's in front of you to do, right? Here's an nice. example. Yes. A really simple way of describing it. If you wanted to walk across a room and your energy was totally unimpeded about walking across the room, you just walk across the room. And that's what mm-hmm. we do most of the time. We just walk across the room. But imagine the lights are out and you don't know what's in front of you. So you're tentative and you don't know if you're, you know, or somebody told you that uh, something was scary behind the door across the room, and then you're not so sure you want to walk, walk across the room, or any any number of things, or you're walking across the room and somebody says, "Boy, you sure look funny walking like that," right? <laughs> any number of things can uh can produce an impedance in your energy, so you're like just what you described. You you contract or you or you're tentative or you're mm-hmm. afraid or any of those things that's impeded energy and mm-hmm. so what what i would do is work with people's energy to get their energy unimpeded so all of those potential uh, obstacles to walking across a the room aren't there and they mm-hmm. so they walk across the room and the same is true with uh, with performing or speaking or anything else that we might want to offer to somebody else Yes, yes, yes.
0: So ladies and gents, you are listening and you. I'm hoping that you are taking notes. We, You know how we do it here. We come in and we learn and we take notes. We, th- Those are values. Those are tips that we can bring into our everyday uh, practice. I know you know how I talk about mm-hmm. the practice every day, right? It's what we do that we never used to do and facing that part of yourselves where you know there's something that's keeping you from moving forward because each time you try to show up for yourself you find that you get stuck you find that you are stiff you find that you know you weren't able to move around then i think that's the time for you to reach out to marty and say hey girl (laughs) i heard you in unleashed unapologetically and yes it did relate to me because that's who i am and i'm hoping that you are saying to yourself i can do it without that fear that is there because it is a fear that is there and each time we come across that fear and we say you know what i know you are there but i'm still gonna do it anyway i know you are there but i'm gonna sing that tune i know you are there but i'm gonna have this conversation and once you start doing it guess what you are releasing you know that thing that you are keeping inside of you in your head especially that was telling you, oh my goodness, Nadege, I don't think you can do it, you know? So go ahead and start letting go of what's holding you because there's that thing that's holding you and it may be from your past. So Marty, let's talk about the book that you have out there. So Tell us more about the book. Tell us how this book can serve everybody from the experiences that you've shared. Are these experiences also in the book? Is it a workbook where people can read a part and then do some exercise? How can this book help others who probably have not heard the podcast, but ended up finding your book somewhere?
1: Mm -hmm. So my book, primarily the place to find it is on my website, which is stage fright.com very simple very easy to remember the book is written like a workbook a little bit more filled out than just you know lines on a page to fill out but i do have people start to identify what they're experiencing and under what circumstances in other words some people are not afraid of singing or not afraid of music but boy they don't want to get them talk in front of somebody right somebody else is afraid of small groups of people somebody else is afraid of large groups of people some people are uh, you know it's just very very individual so I have people identify specifically what circumstances does your stage fright show up in Mm -hmm. which starts to get us thinking in terms of what's triggering it you know what are the elements of the circumstances that are triggering those feelings and then start to zero in on a personal history like what might have happened or what might you have learned in your family or in your culture you know or or any number of things that that would have impeded your energy about doing whatever it is that you want to do then we also talk about what's really going on in your body so it isn't just something mysterious that just came out of the blue it's something that's very um uh definable and describable which helps you feel more objective about it rather than just you're overcome with these feelings that you don't know what to do with and then also in the book there are lots of strategies for creating safety for yourself in all kinds of situations some of some are mental things mindset sorts of things some are physical things some are um Are strategic things like you know arranging the room the way you want it make sure you have your script with whatever all kinds of suggestions like that that create safety in the present moment but the real meat of it is the rapid relief process that I describe in the book and also um, offer videos of the rapid relief process for anybody who purchased this book there are videos that go along with it that will show them what these exercises are that I'm talking about that will in fact dismantle oh. the fight flight or freeze response
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: so ultimately as I mentioned earlier it's not it's a matter of just not having stage fright anymore it's not about managing it it's about not having it anymore
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. and, I, and I, it I, is
0: possible it is possible right well, yeah. I'm sorry about oh
1: that. yes it is very possible I've worked with executives that wouldn't take a promotion because it involved public speaking. You know, I've worked with performers, musical performers or actors or actresses who uh, were flubbing auditions Mm -hmm. because they were so nervous and their nerves were showing or, you know, any, any number of scenarios that I could talk about where people get from the point of either extreme discomfort or not doing something because of their stage right to the point where they're going ahead and doing it and much more comfortably. Mm -hmm. Ah,
0: Wonderful.